We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. my beautiful friends. Thanks for hanging out with us here today on Empower Radio. I'm sitting in my cozy office with the fireplace going and it's snowing a little bit outside. It's kind of magical and I I hope it's magical where you are right now as well. So one thing I know for sure is in order to have great relationships and a fulfilling life, a fundamental fact is that we need to know ourselves and getting to know ourselves can be a lifelong adventure. There are many modalities and plenty of paths we can take to get to know ourselves in a deeper and more meaningful way. There are classes and courses, psychology and therapy, self-help books, spiritual paths, meditation, creativity, astrology, and one of my new very favorite things to explore, numerology. So today we are going to be having a conversation about numerology with one of the most foremost authorities on this subject, Dr. Carol Adrian. Carol is a master numerologist and authored two authoritative guides on the subject. For over 40 years, Carol has used the art and science of numerology to help people find and fulfill their life purpose. In addition to this, Carol's an internationally acclaimed author, intuitive counselor, and life coach. Carol has been interviewed by Oprah Winfrey, where she has hailed her book, The Purpose of Your Life, Finding Your Place in the World Using Synchronicity, Intuition, and Un- Uncommon Sense as an absolute must-read. Carol is also the author of When Life Changes, or You Wish It Would, and Find Your Purpose, Change Your Life. Additionally, Carol has been a contributor to Choice, the magazine for professional coaching for over a decade. You may have also heard of the best-selling book she co-wrote with James Redfield called The Celestine Prophecy. She co-authored the experiential guides for both The Celestine Prophecy and The Tenth Insight. So Carol, thank you so much for being here today on Journey to Center. Thank you. It's my pleasure, Tammy. Such an honor to connect. The best thing about doing this show is for me to be able to go to my bookshelf and look at the people that have influenced me in a positive way and be able to find them and have them say yes to a conversation. So just, again, I'm so honored to be here with you. Great. Me too. I love to talk on the radio. (laughs) Talk (laughs) about numerology and talk about people. It's my favorite thing to do. You're so beautiful to look at, but just having a conversation with you is pretty magical as well. So, yeah, this is really good stuff. So, I was excited to find out that you were a master numerologist. I was familiar with your other works, but did not know that you also were an expert in this arena. And it's something that I find so, so fascinating. So, I have your book, The Numerology Kit. And I've, I've looked at other books. I've read other books. But this, by far, is the most extensive, well-rounded well-rounded and information-packed book about numerology that I have ever seen. Well, great, because when I wrote it, thank you for that, I I wrote it a long time ago when I was um, studying numerology like crazy, and I really had a, you know, it was just my passion to learn as much as I could and kind of read the different traditions. A lot of it's very similar. Numerologists pretty much agree on a lot of things. There are certain points that that they'll argue about, but uh, the meaning of the numbers, uh, the archetypal meaning of the nine numbers is very uh, consistent. And so my goal with the numerology kit was to really put down everything I had learned at that point and uh, to make it accessible, you know, because people would say, well, I have a, 
you know, I have this number and I have that number from the name or the birth date, different ways of looking at yourself. And how do they work together? So then I had to look at the combinations and the relationships of the numbers because a lot of people will say, you know, what's my number? Well, you know, my answer to that is you're not just one dimensional. You're not just one number. You have several numbers in there. So the art of numerology is really looking at how these things work together. And that's what's so fascinating to me, like which number might be predominating in your chart or which number is a challenge or a struggle for you and so forth. So I tried to put those relationships in the numbers there when I wrote that book. Yeah. And I'm still learning that. (laughs) I feel like I'm still a student of it, you know. It's like working with my clients and then I'll look at their numbers and I'll hear what they're saying and I can just see zero, just like spot on what they're saying jives with their numbers, you know, and back and forth. So it's it's still a fascinating passion of mine uh, to study how how the numbers show up in our lives. Yeah, it is. It's complex. It's multifaceted. There's many, many, many layers. And uh, it is. I, I was going through your book and trying to do all mine. And I was getting a little bit dizzy. <laughs> so I'm excited that you do offer um, something to people that are interested in this on your website where you you can do this for them. I mean, they can go through and do the numerology kit, but you also do it for them. So do you want to talk about that a little bit and how people can find right. out Right. Well, the, the, the numerology kit, uh, and I have a, another book called Your Child's Destiny on, like, for parents to understand how their kids, um, you know, what their kids are bringing into the world and how to best nurture their talents and, and help them. So um, you can learn it yourself. And it's, you know, numerology is quite... You can learn a lot in a short period of time, I found. You know, astrology, I love astrology, but I've never been able to grasp it like I have numerology. It's much simpler for me. So uh, the kit is for students that really want to apply it and work with people they meet and, you know, kind of figure it out on their own. But then I went ahead and years ago I developed um, my numerology uh, primary life charts is what I call them, and they really take into account all these complicated relationships um, that you have. I put all the numbers down there, um, and then that you can get that online for 19.95. It's a you know inexpensive way to get started on your own numbers and have it figured out for you. And then it ex- describes what your birth path tells you, what your destiny tells you about your life purpose and your heart's desire. You know what is that? What do you really want to do? Which isn't always what your destiny. Obviously, very often it isn't what your destiny says. Um, you know, you might have an eight destiny that is very much about making your way in the world and getting to the top. And some people have a three destiny and they, they want to, you know, also have a good time in life and kick back. So that it's very interesting. So yeah, that I do have those life charts on there. And then there's the predictive aspect of numerology, which is, um, quite stunning, um, you know, the, the chart, these charts, I have it broken down into four. We have four transitions in our lives. Everybody gets four. They will start at very specific times. And I've had people say, oh, my God, you know, 48, that's exactly when I got my divorce or whatever. So it, I've seen it validated year after year. That's really what's kept me involved so, you know, much with numerology is it really does work. So, you know, I have that in the chart, like what are your, when, what ages are things going to, you know, be a turning point for you? which you think, how could that be, you know, but it's based on your birthday cycles. And then, um, you know, you have a personal year cycle, which is one to nine. You're always somewhere within that. And um, so, like, you know, you look at that, you look at your monthly cycle. So you can kind of 
get a bead on your cycles and your influences at a pretty deep level. And, um, you know, it's just interesting to see, follow it along in the forecast uh, to see how it works. So I have a, I had the primary life chart, which is a description of who you are and what you've come here to do, your major transition points, and it's about 28 pages. So it's, you know, it's a fairly in-depth look, plus a forecast for the current year. And then if people want other forecasts for the next years, you can get that too. But uh, and then some people will want to say, you know, I get this question a lot, is like, um, you know, how does my married name figure into this? So when you change Yeah, your because name, people start out with a name, that they, yeah. a given name from their parents, and, and they may change their name or may not feel their name suits them. So how does that affect exactly. things? Well, that's, you know, it, it's so funny because that's exactly how I got into numerology in the first place was... I had been divorced and I wanted, I didn't want to go back to my maiden name after I was divorced and I didn't want to keep being Mrs. So-and-so. So I was just at a party one day. I had, I had moved to Santa Fe, New, uh, New Mexico. Just, I just did it one time. This was a very big upheaval part of my life at that time. And so I, at a party, I met a woman named Ruth Dreyer and she and I started talking and I said, you know, I really feel like I need to change my name. And, and she said, oh, you've got to do it using numerology because you want to harmonize your new name with your birthday, hmm. your birth path number, which is all your month, day, and year added up. So I didn't know anything about this. I went over to her house. She did a chart for me. And I tell you, Tammy, the minute I looked at those numbers on that page, I just was fascinated that you could figure people out like this. I just, I just loved it. So anyways, that's how I changed my name. And uh, it got me into it. And I did see, I always tell people about a year, you'll, it takes maybe about a year for you really to see maybe a different kind of direction or interest or flow or feeling how you feel about yourself, you know. Uh, it's important to pick a name, by the way, that you really love or like a lot uh, or that means something to you. Maybe take a name from, you know, a family member, a past, another family name something that's meaningful or feels really good to you, and then work with the numbers. Um, there's different ways of looking at which would be a good number for you, so to speak, but um, it's really important, I think, to feel good about the name, too, not just pick it because you think you're going to make money with it or something. <laughs> that's so <laughs> but it funny. Does affect you. What's the best you're money-making all, you're, name I can come up with? <laughs> you're, uh, to answer your question there, uh, is that you do have uh, your, your birth name is what was given to you for a reason, and that's where we always start with the name on the birth certificate. And uh, sometimes even if it's misspelled on the birth certificate, it's a, it's a tricky question because sometimes, you know, if a clerk is misspelling it and you never, ever use it that way and it just seems clearly to be a, right. a phantom mistake, then I'll say just use your correct name. But on a, in the other cases, sometimes it seems like that was a, there was a reason for that. So you can work out both names. So... Um, my point here is that you can do a secondary name chart too and see what the new name is giving you uh, or what the influences are. And sometimes it's really interesting that when women get married, their married name actually has a six or a two as a destiny, which is very much affiliated with family and partnership. So sometimes it does that directly, but um, other times it just, you know, it either maybe fills in a, a number for you and, and puts you on a different path. Um, so it's interesting. I don't know. It, I, I just it really is. Yeah, I got married mm -hmm. and I didn't change my name. And it wasn't because I love my name, but it's like, you know, it's my name. It's been my name for, you know, 40 years. I'm keeping Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I would agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think, you know, it's like mm -hmm. Tammy Balashevsky. It's like, hmm, 
doesn't really feel like it's me, but I guess it is. So, you know, this is the deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to make the best of it. But it would be yeah. interesting to figure out what would resonate, you know, deeper from a soul perspective, just out of curiosity. I think that's just so fascinating. I'd never really thought about that. Well, obviously your soul resonates to that name because you were unwilling to give it up. So, but then there are other people who, you know, will say, oh, you know, it's time for me to, I want to change my name and this name never felt right to me or it has bad connotations from the family or something like that. So, and I've been doing a lot of um, business names lately, choosing business names for businesses or websites too. Um, That's been coming in more and more lately too. So that's kind of interesting. I like doing that. Or a name for a product of somebody, but I don't provide the name, just so everybody knows. <laughs> um, that you have to come up with the names yourself, and then we go over them, look at them in terms of, yeah, I like to look at a person's personal chart and see where they are right now. And you can kind of see, you get very clear in um, indications that somebody's like, okay, this is a time for you to concentrate on your career or your personal life or, you know, so there's a lot of... Um, I don't know, just information that you want to take into account uh, at different levels when you're considering something like a name change or even a business name, because then you get into when's the right time to launch the thing. And, you know, so there, it's, it's fun. It's like there's a lot of ways of looking at it. But I think one of the things is, you know, even if, let's say, you don't deeply believe that this could ever influence your life, if you kind of go over it and you have a, a it, you see, okay, this is a good time for X, Y, Z. It does give you some confidence. Now, it either validates what you're going through, which I hear continuously. Oh, my God, that just validates what I've been feeling, blah, blah, blah. Or, and, and or it gives you the confidence that maybe, okay, if there's anything in this, then I'm doing the best I can to make sure, kind of giving your intention for success to the universe, so to speak, that you're doing everything you can to show up and be present for this new thing that you want to manifest or, or mm-hmm. t- undertake or do or, you know, change jobs or move, something like right. that. So to do your part and take responsibility. Do yeah. your part. Exactly. Well, another thing that I found very, very interesting about numerology is that we have our planetary numerology going on. Like this is a seven year for planet yes. Earth at 2014, right. correct? Correct. So mm-hmm. are you seeing that, that that makes sense? I mean, what is your sense of what that means. And, and I find it fascinating. I know my husband has a personal seven year. It's a planetary seven year. I have mm-hmm. a, I have a four year. Right. And so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm curious about what your thoughts are about what's going on and, and how that seems to fit or resonate. Yeah. I keep my eye out. Now, see, I, I, I'm, I focus most of, you know, 90, 99% of my work is focused on individuals and we talk about their chart and what they're doing and their, their goals and so forth. But I do keep my eye peeled for kind of the planetary events that I say, uh-huh, that's right, this is seven years. You know, it makes me think, yep, there it is. Um, there, you know, I, I wrote a forecast for my website on this, on this coming year, and it's a seven, which, you know, okay, what does that mean, seven? Seven generally is a number of spirituality. Now, spirituality, I want to make clear, isn't religion. It's just an it's a way of looking at the world through eyes that are not just, you know, hypnotized by the material world at all times. Spirituality is looking at a deeper level, looking for patterns, looking for understanding, looking for connections, and wanting to express the best that we have to give. And so from that point of view, the seven here, I, I, I don't know, I'm just, see, seven is also the number of 
deception. If you're going to look at numbers, and this gets into that point also, every number can be overbalanced or underbalanced. So in that sense, they become, you know, unbalanced and not good. People will say, well, is seven a good number or a bad number? They're all numbers, and they're all, they all have something to offer in terms of qualities. The nine numbers are the qualities of life in the human condition. So um, they're like archetypal energies that are universally present and universally true. Uh, now, in a, a seven, the seven energy rules kind of more the invisible world, the spiritual world, the intangible world. It can also sort of fade into deception and secrets on one side or solitude and, you know, a discovery. So you, I, when I was looking at the seven, it's like, no, it didn't seem like a coincidence to me that this a big um, factor in our thinking right now in the media and so forth is on surveillance. That's a perfect seven mm-hmm. idea, surveillance, observant. It's observational, uh, kind of detached observation seven, looking, understanding, going beneath the surface, you know, quiet, hidden. That's the number seven. So that all this stuff we are facing uh, right now that we're looking at, the issues that are really we're mulling over and talking about is a in our, at least here in this country and uh, and worldwide, I mean, it's certainly uh, something that other countries are dealing with as well is this idea of surveillance and and um, looking for things, whether it's terrorists or bombs or whatever. And you can't turn on the radio. I just turned off the radio 10 minutes ago and, re- and hearing things on the radio about this subject. So that doesn't surprise me, not that it's going to probably shift in the next year, um, but the seven is uh, a lot to do about discoveries, analysis, observation. So, you know, I was thinking there'd be more, maybe more inventions would come to light or patents on pharmaceuticals or things that were technically oriented. It's a very much a number of expertise, focus, narrowness, um, finding your niche if it's personal. Uh, so in terms of the seven, the other thing with the seven is it's, since it is more on the spiritual plane and rather than the material plane, I was thinking, well, probably means like maybe the finances. You know, last year we had in this country a big surge in the stock market. Well, maybe this year it's going to not surge because it's a seven. A seven is less about those things or it would surge in certain sectors that would be specialized. So, you know, it's hard for me to, to make too many, you know, I, I don't know if it's productive to make any kind of predictions in this area of the universal number, but it's there. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you kind of see, it just makes you more aware of, of anything that can, um, I think, in, increase your observational powers yes. or awareness where you can begin it's to look and question. Mm-hmm. Questioning is a big part of seven. So for us to question the people in authority who are making decisions on our behalf, hello, we can question that, you know, and, and a lot of times it can be very effective. Yeah, I do find it fascinating just to be able to Mm -hmm. open your eyes, pay attention, observe, consider. I think this is all good stuff. Data and information is very important in a seven year. Data and information. So get the data. Yeah. I'm a seven, so I'm resonating with everything you're saying. Yes, I see that you are a seven. uh, And your your day of birth is a 24th, which is a six, which accounts for your great ability to be sort of a teacher or counselor. That's what sixes love to do is impart that information. That's true. <laughs> I want to help. I want to be of service. I want to open people's minds. And so it's really 
it's my passion. So Carol, I don't know if we have enough time to do this, but I, I just want to explain to people or have you explain to people how we can come up with our birth date number. Sure. It's, it's, it's easy. The birth, I call it the birth path. Some other uh, authors and uh, numerologists would call it the life path maybe. But basically it's, it's adding up your month, your day, and your full year. For example, September 24th, and 1963. You can add all of those together. I like to take it individually and add up the nine would be the nine and the 24 is a six. I like to reduce it to the six and the 1963 would reduce down to 19. When you add 1963, it adds up to 19 and then take the one and nine, that's a 10 and then one and zero is a one. So I just like to take it down to one digit and then add across. So it would be in the case of the birthday of 924, 1963, 9 plus 6 plus 1, that would be the boiled down 1963, adds up to 16, which uh, is 1 and 6, and that's a total number of 7. So that would be, for that person's birthday, that would be a 7. That's interesting, because the other ways I've added it, I'm a 34-7, but the way you're doing it, I'm a 167. Mm-hmm. And that, like I say, there are variations for different numerologists. Uh, you can, there's no one right way to do it. There are different ways of getting information. And then you have, a, you know, another, you have more information from different sources. So it's okay. The thing about doing it this way uh, with the 16 slash 7, then the 16 happens to be one of the four karmic numbers. Now, when I see the, the, and I'll say what they are, they're 13, 14, 16, and 19. So when I do it this way, I will, you know, if the number derives down from 16, that's just a little more information to me about the idea that, oh, this, this person could be, you know, having a stronger passion to do something or based on, you know, I happen to... Uh, believe in reincarnation and past lives and the influence of past lives on, you know, the current life. Uh, I, I looked at so many charts and I do this other little grid thing on it and I can see some influences from the past there. And I've been corroborated from people with other readings. So it's, like, it's kind of neat. But to get back to your question, sorry, I get involved and I want to talk about everything here. But to do the birth path number, all you have to do is add the month the day, and the year. Whatever numbers you have, just add them all together and keep going till you get to one number. And at least that will give you your basic root birth path number. And That's then fascinating to me. All the numbers, one through nine, have a meaning. And um, there's variations on all of this, and you have to take into account, like I said, with your birthday of 24, that influences and sort of, you know, nuances your seven total. So, Carol, we have like four minutes left. And can you, I know this is a big request, put an, into a nutshell each number from one to nine, just like two or three, four words or whatever mm -hmm. you sure. can share? Is that Absolutely. possible? So if somebody's added their thing up or they can pause this on podcast sure. if, if somebody's and added they them can up. listen yeah. and maybe get a little insight. Very quickly, ones are pioneers and they're independent and they're innovative. Twos, and, and a one would be more of a leader type generally. Twos are very artistic and sensitive, uh, often very good analyzers of people, good with data and, and um, details because they're more, they're more sensitive. The twos are sensitive. Usually threes are seen as very creative people. 
talkers. I'll get a three client, and I know they're going to do half the talking in the hour that we have. Threes are lovely, fun-loving people generally, and they really like to enjoy life and live in the moment. Fours, and all the numbers you'll begin to see are sort of opposite each other when they're next to each other, but the fours are practical. You always, your fours love to get closure on things, and they're very hardworking, and they don't like change unless they know they have a plan to handle it. Fives, on the other hand, love change. They foment change. They're they're adventurers. They're, uh, they like to see and do everything. They're very curious and adventurous and, and uh, flexible. And, you know, they can become a rolling stone, too. But, they're, but basically, they just love to throw themselves into something and get new information. Sixes, like you mentioned earlier, are responsible, home-loving, great parents, uh, friends. They're teachers. They're the salt of the earth and also often very good business people, too. And also, sometimes they're great singers. Sevens are more the technical um, thinkers. They like to have an office with the door closed, if at all possible. They love their privacy. They observe. They don't like to talk as much as they like to think. And But they'll talk a lot if they get onto a subject they love. But but they're more um, technical-oriented and also very, um, also very spiritual. So... Then the eights are the powerhouse uh, executives. They love to get hold of a project and run it. So you don't try to tell an eight what to do because they know best. And usually they're right. That's the infuriating part with an eight. They're very good bosses and um, business owners, and um, they usually have a great deal of education or they strive to get as much training and education as they can because they like to be the best at the top, and they, they are very good in organizations and universities and corporations. And then the nine encompasses, encompasses all of those energies really in a very holistic way. Nines can be dreamers, though. They can be at, you know, um, actors and philosophers and writers and lovers of life. So they kind of wrap up all of it. But they their biggest, uh, I guess, issue is really directing all that power they have into something and focusing on it and bringing it to completion. Wow, so that there was you have amazing. It. That was fantastic. Well, you just helped me so much because I'm a nine destiny and I'm like, you just nailed me with my seven and my nine. And I know whoever's listening got value from that as well. And if you want more, go to Carol's website. Now, can you do that shout out again, Carol? Oh, my website is my name, Carol Adrian, and I spell Carol, C-A-R-O-L, and Adrian is A-D-R-I-E-N-N-E dot com. And once you get there, I've got, you know, free weekly forecasts, daily free forecasts. I love to put these free things up on my site so you can keep tuning in to whatever, you know, just put in your own birthday. And um, then you can order the charts there. And if anybody wants to have a consultation, I would be more than happy to do that. I love talking with you about whatever options you're facing right now. Fantastic. Well, this has just been information filled and just so much fun and gone so quickly. So I'm excited to be able to have another show with you soon. So thank you to my listeners for hanging out with us. Um, Give me a shout. TammyBPhD.com would love to connect with you. God bless you. Onward and upward. Bye for now.